You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Peacock and Williamson. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson here at BD Peacock on Twitter at Williamson NFL. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. And we're underway, Matt. The season is off. The Kansas City Chiefs beating the Houston Texans 34-20. And we also have to make our picks for the week here on this Friday episode for the full slate of games week one Sunday. I'm super pumped and I just had a great time watching football last night. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Um, two awesome quarterbacks, a cool environment. Andy Reid with the face shield and all kinds of good stuff <laughs> like that. Just fogged you know, up beyond belief. Twist. Yeah. Um, and I thought Houston would put up a little bit more of a fight. And everyone's talking about Edwards Hilaire today, and I get that. But my biggest takeaway from the game was Andy Reid and company just kind of took what they gave them. I mean, it looked like a lot of lighter boxes. They didn't get super aggressive going downfield, short throws, a lot more running than we've seen in the past, which I don't necessarily think is something that's definitely, you know, here to stay. It might have just been a situational thing. Right. And dominating time of possession when I'm sure Houston was super tired. There's, yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned the the not downfield throwing aspects of that game because especially on Houston's side too, I mean, you've got Deshaun Watson and you brought in Brandon Cooks who's got 4-3 speed and you got Will Fuller out there on the outside and Kenny Stills. I thought it was going to be, you know, play action, let's try to go over the top and a lot of it I'm sure is that Kansas City didn't want to allow them to do that, but both teams didn't really push the ball down the field that much for as marquee of a quarterback matchup as this was. So that surprised me a little bit, maybe a feeling out period here. And it was a little bit sloppy, but it didn't feel like preseason football either. Right. I mean, it wasn't as many penalties or blown coverages or blown uh, assignments or protections, things like that, that I expected. And that very well could be coming in spades on Sunday. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, but I was impressed with the way the Chiefs handled it and their approach to it all. Um, they also suffered a few injuries on defense, too. So that that team's not real deep. I started to get a little bit worried for the Chiefs early in the game because Houston went right down and scored on them. David Johnson, and everyone talking about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, by the way, David Johnson averaged seven yards per carry, had the first score of the season, first good. score of the game. Things went south very quickly after that, but David Johnson didn't look terrible. It, at first, I was like, is he limping or is he just trying to get that giddy up going like a little bit of a, a gallop, almost a Barry Sanders like, you know, when he'd pump his legs and try to try to get it yeah, going yeah. with a second effort. Um, but, you know, so that was it was amazing because the start of the game was like, hey, David Johnson, great trade. Bill O'Brien did it. And then it all started to fall <laughs> apart. And then you're like, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson needs more help. Like he couldn't block up front. I mean, that was a disaster no. effort from the offensive line, a bunch of drops. So Deshaun Watson um, not helped out very much at all in that football game. That was one of my my big takeaways. There was that, you know, the, the interception Tyron Matthew hit Deshaun Watson as he was throwing. Yeah. Jeremy Tunsil on that play didn't even take a half a step to try to chase down the guy and tackle him after the interception. Like it was just really? a, a piss poor effort on the offensive line. Like I didn't like body language or anything that was going on up front. 
for the Texans, which worries me a little bit. Is there something that is mentally drained there with that team? Like, are they not believing in themselves a little bit? Maybe even, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm looking too much into one game. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I heard things like, boy, they're not the same without the Andre Hopkins. And I, I mean, I, I think we can go down those roads if you want, but it's one game. I say this all the time and I know this year is different. The away team on opening night is doomed. <laughs> I mean, it's just that obvious. I mean, it's that simple. If you get the call from the commissioner saying, hey, you get to play Thursday at the Super Bowl champions place, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's rough. And even with only 16,000 fans. Um, yeah, it just is an awful way to go try to win a football game. By the way, did you see DeAndre Hopkins' tweet? Right about the time the game was ending, one word, grateful. <laughs> <laughs> So a little he troll also job got a there. pretty nice payday. Huh? Yeah, be yeah, be grateful for twenty-seven million dollars for a year. Above all else, maybe there uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I don't know if you have any other takeaways here from this game, but that, that, those are sort of my initial thoughts. I know we need to have some time here to make our picks. So if you yeah, got anything else about Thursday on. night football, okay. Um, so talking to Chris Raybon of the Action Network, and we're going to be going head to head with the Action Network guys all season long. They do a draft to make their picks, and we thought, you know what, that's a heck of an idea. Three and three, we each pick three games, Matt. That way there's no overlap in the games we pick. We might have some overlap with our picks and the picks that the guys at the Action Network made, and then we'll keep track of it all season long. My three versus your three every week, our favorite selections, and then uh, our six against the Action Network six all season long. So I think that'll be a fun exercise here, and then we'll, uh, we'll of course, pick all the Sunday games, and then we'll talk about yeah. Monday Night Football games, two of them, and, and I have strong feelings. In fact, I would probably pick both Monday night games if we were doing Monday games, but we're only doing uh, Sunday games for the the six pack for our favorite picks this season. We'll talk more about Monday night football Monday, but let's get into our Sunday six pack and make all the picks preview all the games around the NFL this weekend. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with Condensed games, which are awesome. I love the condensed games. You can catch the entire Sunday's worth of games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to nfl.com slash game pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Okay, Matt, I think it's only fair. My name is first on the marquee. It's the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. I don't know how it worked out that my name is first because I don't believe I should have first billing here. So I'm going to let you have the first pick. I'm curious about that too. I never even gave it any thought to be (laughs) very honest. I guess that's an unselfish way of thinking about it, but never crossed my mind once, but I guess they like you better. It's all right. Maybe it's like you're the cleanup hitter, right? So they wanted to be like, well, if Peacock doesn't impress you, what about Williamson? How about that? But uh, (laughs) I I think I'm going to allow you to go first here and make your first pick this week for our six pack of games that are going on record. Okay. Uh, My first pick is going to be Washington Philly. 
See, this is fun because I like this game as well. I oh, actually, you're gonna pick it. I actually like Philly here. So I, I was thinking oh, about I picking like this game for sure. So you've got Washington. You're taking the points. Washington is at home here. They're getting six and a half points. I see this game a little bit more like what we saw Thursday night football where one team is clearly better and they're going to easily win by a touchdown, even if they are on the road. And we don't really know. I mean, you talked about you don't want to go to the place where a team is getting their championship rings on Thursday night football to kick off the season. But a Philadelphia team going to Washington, which is a disaster right now, I think it could be a really tough season for Washington unless maybe Ron Rivera's got them all banded together. But uh, I'll take six and a half points. I think Philly can go to Washington and win by a touchdown. Yeah, I just think the the Eagles are a little banged up at the receiver position. I don't like all the offensive line changes. I think there's a a little bit of change on defense from last year, but it's really about the Eagles O-line versus, I was about to call them Redskins, Washington D-line, that I think this game stays close, that Wentz gets hit a lot. I don't think running on those guys will be easy. Miles Sanders is not 100%, and I don't like what's behind him. So home team, opening week, lots of uncertainty. I 100% agree. The Eagles are a much better team, and they'll end up with a much better record, and they look like a playoff team to me, and Washington might pick first overall, but I think they'll keep it close. I'll take the six or six and a half or whatever it is. Okay, Matt's first official pick for the six-pack going Washington plus six and a half over Philadelphia. Here's one that we also might disagree on, but I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers, uh, another road team I'm picking here. And they're getting points against the Minnesota Vikings. And I just like the Packers a lot better, and they're getting points. And again, I'm just not going to bank on the home field advantage as much in this week one until I I really see how home field looks this season. I have a feeling it's not going to be quite as steep as usual for a home opener. And Green Bay doesn't have to travel that far either, so that's not going to be a problem. So the Green Bay Packers getting three and a half against the Minnesota Vikings. No Danell Hunter for the Vikings. Their secondary, I have big questions there. And the reason I like Green Bay so much in the North is just because they're good in all the right places. Quarterback, offensive line, defensive line. They can get after the quarterback. They have so many resources put into their secondary as well. So give me the Green Bay Packers plus three and a half. This probably shock you, but I agree with you. I mean, I am a known Packer hater, apparently, but I think these teams are very equal. And if you're going to give me points and, you know, Minnesota to me is about as difficult a place to play as there is in the league, but that's because of noise. I don't think that's going to be a problem. So anyone getting points in this matchup, I want. So I'm with you. I like the Packers there. All right, we agree on that one. So uh, that this is looking good so far. And look, I don't even have a problem with the with the Washington. I like the way you suscri- you uh, described that game. So uh, I feel good about our two picks so far going in with this six pack. How about your second draft pick, our third pick of the six pack week? This one I feel pretty strongly about. To be honest with you, is I like the Ravens over the Browns, laying the points, and here's why. First of all. The Ravens have about the least turnover of anybody in the league and are very, very stable. I like the Browns offseason moves, but a lot of turnover, two new tackles, a new head coach, and yet another system, you know, first-time head coach. But my biggest thing here in Baltimore's favor is the Browns have really been struggling, losing guys, going back to the offseason, and in the middle of the defense, the linebacker safety area. And Mark Andrews already destroyed these guys twice last year. 
That's where Lamar does all his work as a runner and a passer in the middle of the field. In Baltimore, I like the Ravens big. Eight and a half is so, that's so many points here. It is. And I, I like Baltimore, but I kind of like the Browns. I, I think maybe they're a post-hype sleeper team. First-year head coach I don't love. But, man, I, eight and a half is just a little too rich here for me uh, because I think the Browns are good enough to keep this close. I, I don't like taking so many away teams, but I'm, I'm going to go Browns on this one. I'm going to go reverse okay. for you. But um, I have all the confidence in the world in the Baltimore Ravens being a really good team, and there is absolutely blowout potential in this game as well. So uh, this is a game I wouldn't actually put real money on, I don't think, but you feel strongly about it. So um, I like it. Let's go. Baltimore giving up eight and a half. To the yeah, Cleveland I think things get better for the Browns as the season goes on, but I think it starts mm-hmm. brutal for them. Yeah, and it could be one of those where the Browns are still figuring things out, some new additions, yeah. new coaching staff, and then by week eight or nine, we're like, okay, the Browns are rolling now. now I can totally exactly. see that. So Who many, you got next? So many away teams I like here. Uh, I'm going to pick one, actually, that the Action Network guys had and the Los Angeles Rams getting two and a half at home over the Dallas Cowboys. For the, a lot of the reasons you mentioned about the Cleveland Browns there, going on the road, a good team. I like what's going on on paper. Uh, maybe it'll take a little bit. There are some uh, there are some deficiencies on that team that, that nobody really wants to talk about, and they lost some pieces in the secondary. So um, I like the Rams at home, brand new stadium. It'll look pretty even if there's not a, a stadium full of fans there for Los Angeles. And you're getting the points, which I like. So I'll take those extra points with the Rams over the Cowboys. Yeah, I was thinking about this one as we talked about it yesterday. And again, I think if you're going to give the home team in this matchup points, mm-hmm. I want it. I mean, I do think Dallas is the better team. I trust their defense a little bit more. But I think both offenses are quite good and are going to score points against basically everyone they face. So if you're going to give me points at home, I'm in agreement with you. Another one stolen from yesterday, which is bound to happen. I have the Panthers at home getting points over Vegas. Is it three? Last I saw it was three. And let's my, see. Yeah, third, uh, three and a half is what they locked in yesterday. Okay. So let's take nice. that. I'll take Because that's even better. <laughs> and my reasoning is similar to how we talked about yesterday. First of all, I don't know who Vegas thinks they, they are to think that they can go across country against any NFL team and give points to the home team. I mean, they're just not that type of organization to me yet. Maybe they'll be there someday, but they are biting and scratching to be six, seven wins, let alone uh, we can just go across country and beat a team in their own building by three and a half. Uh, so I just don't think they're that type of team. I don't expect to have a good year at all for the Panthers, but I think their offense is really good. And I think we'll look at these two teams throughout the year and say, start all your fantasy players against Carolina and the Raiders. And the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey. He's good. Yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater is a veteran NFL quarterback. We saw him with the Saints play really well, and they still won a lot of games when Drew Brees was out, and he was forced into action to be that starting quarterback. And they're a team that can at least offensively, they have the weaponry where they can keep their head above water. Um, I like their young defensive line. I don't know how it's all going to come together. I don't know what to expect from them, but at home against a Las Vegas team, they might start two rookie wide receivers. Uh, I do like the Raiders offensive line, their defense. I still have massive questions there. So uh, again, I'm with you on this where it's just like, give me some points and I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think both these teams are 
in Carolina's building, cross country, one o'clock start. Yeah, I'll take the points. And depending on where you're betting, I think a lot of people are on board with this because it's dropped to one and a half points, but they locked in three and a half. So we get the, the number that, that Chris locked in yesterday. So three and a half, it looks a lot better. Works for me. Ooh, there's so many. This is tough. The last draft pick. Last this one, is six right? of six for our very first six pack of games. Week one. There's a lot oh. I didn't want to pick. Yeah, oh, this is so <laughs> tough. I mean, I, I don't want to have to. You know what? I, I'm have to do another game that they picked. So we're gonna push on that's this hard. one. But again, it's a home team that's a lot better that can win by a touchdown. Even though they're giving up six and a half points, the Buffalo Bills are just too good of a team. Um, and and maybe this is one of those low scoring affairs or something, and they can't get over uh, and win by a touchdown. But I. Do not like what's going on with the Jets. There's multiple games this week that I wanted to take, but since the Bills are at home, that's a little added bit, and uh, six and a half, I'll give up those six and a half. Buffalo Bills over the Jets. Yeah, I'm leaning that way as well. I thought the Jets had a very underrated, solid defense last year that would make this game tight, you know, especially against the run. I think their D was built well to handle a team like the Bills. I don't know that it still is. Jamal Adams is gone. I don't see any edge pass rush. I don't like their corners. Now the Bills have two really threatening wide receivers. I don't like betting on Josh Allen minus six and a half, but I'm going to. I think it's a it's a game where they're going to keep the Jets to such a low number that they don't have to score 30 points, right, to win by seven. So that that's the right. way I'm looking at this game for Buffalo. The Jets may end up with 10 points. And Stephon Diggs, I mean, I like that addition. And and he's one of the best downfield receivers in the NFL. So there, there is some quick, quick strike capability for this team. Drafted another running back. I like Singletary. Um, I, you know, just, just strong throughout. I like Buffalo Bills in this game. And it just be, it's almost like I'm betting against the Jets more than I'm betting for yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, my bet might be, and I don't have it in front of me, the under on the Jets point total. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I don't know what that is either, but that's yeah, not, that's not that a bad one. Be. And maybe we're all way too down on the Jets. They did win some games when Sam Darnold was quarterbacking that team, but just uh, I just I just got to feel you know like we saw with Houston, like that stuff creeps into your mind. It has to, and I'm sure it's the same in Jacksonville. That was one of the games I was looking at picking as well. When when the rugs pulled out from under you and you trade away your best player, that can't make you feel good as an organization in a locker room across the board. Like you have. You have to have some some odd feelings about that. It's like, okay, are we just not even trying to win from the get-go this year? Sure. Yeah, you send the wrong message before you yes. even see the field the first time. All right, let's finish up the Sunday picks, the games that aren't going to count for record, but uh, we still have some reputations on the line here, Matt, as we pick our games for Week 1 on Peacock and Williamson. When it comes to auto parts, auto care, there is only one pick to make, and that is rockauto.com. Family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Super easy website to find anything you need, any brand, any model, any year. Fuel pump assemblies? Rockauto.com has it. Tail lamps? You bet. Engine control modules? Do you even know what that is? Well then, rockauto.com is the place for you. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the exact specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com. Always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. 
Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts elsewhere? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. RockAuto.com. I say our reputations are on the line, Matt, as if uh, anybody really cares how we pick these games. <laughs> right. They're living and dying by how we make no our picks. Well, yeah. here's the thing, and I like that we're keeping track of some of these games with the six pack because we could come back on Monday and be like, "Yeah, you know what? I kind of saw that this game could go the other way, even though I picked it the opposite direction." But now it's a uh, now we're keeping score at least for some of our games, and those are our favorites. So we better get those right. <laughs> Good point. Uh, here's let's a game. See, we got a lot more, huh? Yeah, let, let's do a lot more of these. We've got the Seattle Seahawks at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are getting one and a half points at home. I almost took Seattle here uh, with my six pack. I, I like the Seahawks here. The whole West going East thing is real and lesser Seattle. You know, like Wilson and company handle this really, really well every year. Atlanta to me is not a bottom feeder that should be a home dog in week one to many teams. And I think there's going to be a ton of points in this game. I guess I'll take Seattle, but if it was three or three and a half, I would take the Falcons. I don't know if it'll ever happen under Pete Carroll, but this, and this is why I had Russell Wilson is my MVP pick preseason. DK Metcalf, I mean, and, and and this is a secondary that they can go after. I, I want to see Russell Wilson just chuck it. You know, I want to see know. a season of that. And Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf wreaking havoc. And then, you know, you run the ball enough and some play action as well. But uh, And we'll see if that's the way it goes because that Atlanta secondary, I mean, as, as much as they've tried to fix that thing, it's just, it's not fixed. Yeah, and I think this game could go that way. You know, in Atlanta, I could see Julio and Calvin and Brian putting up points early and it turning into a shootout and not being able to play the slug it out, win 14-13 type of game that Pete Carroll prefers. So uh, I kind of would lean towards the over, too. Chicago Bears at Detroit Lions. The Lions are giving up one and a half points at home. This was one of the Action Network picks. I like the Lions, but I don't love it. I mean, Trubisky has done some of his best work against Detroit, and the reasoning's pretty simple because – they play very simple coverages. It's a lot of man. He knows what he's seeing. He doesn't have to s- decipher and read really quickly. But I don't like what's around him, and I don't love him either, to be honestly. Um, but that Bear D, I think, could cause a lot of problems. One and a half just not quite enough for me, though. I'm going to take the Lions. Yeah, one and a half is... Again, home field is tough here in, in some of these. You know, they don't have yeah. to travel that far. How much what advantage is there going to be? Right. Um, and I almost want to just take the team that gets the points in this scenario. And for me, a lot of my picks end up going with the away team. And maybe that's not going to be a big deal this year. I have no idea. Um, Trubisky, like I, I almost am rooting for a Trubisky comeback tour where he's like, you know what? I've got a chip on my shoulder now. He said he's got more confidence. Like I think it was the best thing for him to have a true quarterback competition. And if he truly did win that and listening to Bears players, they were they were confident in Trubisky, which makes me feel they're like, look, I know what the media says about our quarterback. He won the competition. He He's our quarterback. He won it. And when you hear stuff like that, you think, OK, maybe there's a little bit there. Maybe the Bears can pull something out. And, and I think they can play D enough. So I'll go Chicago on this one. Yeah, I, I, I'm not in the in the, the the committee of 
Trubisky stinks and always will stink and never can do anything. You know, I mean, I think he played right. injured a lot last year. So yes. I have a little bit of hope. I think his line's really bad, though. And is Montgomery going to play? Like, I don't know where the offense comes from. This was almost one of my choices because I like the Indianapolis Colts a lot this year. I do not like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seven and a half points was a lot. It was either this or the Buffalo game for me. Um, I like the Colts here going into Jacksonville and and winning big. Seven and a half points is a lot, but I'll still take Indy on this one. My reserv- I'm with you, but my reservations are I'm a big believer in betting on Denver and hot teams week one and two when they're home. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. this year with conditioning really worrying me. But the Colts are so much better than the Jags. And, and I look at the Colts offense, you know, they I think they're happy just handing it off and handing it right. off and winning by four and controlling the game and have 40 minutes of um of time of possession. And I don't know if that gets you enough to cover the spread. That's true. That's I'm a good point. With the, with the best offensive line in the NFL, you could go and just play bully ball against the Jaguars yeah. with your two-headed monster at running back and, and Mack and Taylor and just, just um, play that sort of a game. Maybe you hit a couple, you know, play action passing wise, but you're right. It might be more difficult. And, and that was why it was hard for me to make this my six pack pick and why ultimately yeah. I did not. But you know what? I can't bet on the Jaguars anyway. So I'm still taking Indy. I mean, I know running backs don't matter, but they don't have a running back. I mean, like, there's important things here that the Jags are missing. Their defense is junk. I just think the Colts might say, we are owning this game. Let's get this Taylor guy a bunch of carries in the fourth quarter and establish something with him. And they end up winning by six, and we're all mad that they didn't cover because they were the way better team. The Miami Dolphins kind of have the New England Patriots number at least one time per year, even when they're a bad team. They're a much improved team. I don't like their pass rush. Um, you know, it's not two a time yet. It's magic maybe week one. They're going on the road to New England. They're getting six and a half points. This is one of the Action Network picks, and I, they kind of talked me into taking Miami in this one. Not enough to actually make it one of my six packs. But uh, Dolphins, what do you think? Getting six and a half at New England? And what's a low-scoring game? I think six and a half is a big number and tough to cover because it could be 14-10. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know that either team gets to 24. And right. I know everyone's down on the Patriots, and but I still think even amongst their defections, their defense is still going to be good. It's not yeah. going to be a top-two unit. It's still going to be good. And I don't know that Miami moves the ball very well. I don't think they'll run on New England. I think those corners will lock down Parker and Williams, and both those guys are fighting injury. Fitz might throw a pick six or two, you know. So I'm going to take New England at home. <laughs> right. But I don't I don't like betting on their offense right yeah, now. This game goes in so many directions. I, I don't want to put money on it. And, you know, there's going to be some defensive reg- regression for the Patriots. How much is the question? Yeah. And then there's also the scenario where, when we're talking about this game on Monday, we're like, oh, no, we let the Patriots, we let Bill have camp, and that's going to be a problem. Yeah, like, You know, yes. there, there's that thing that could totally happen there, and, you know, they cover six and a half. Easy. And James White catches 12 balls for 78 yards. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I'll take the Pats. The Los Angeles Chargers... At the Cincinnati Bengals, starting a rookie quarterback and getting three and a half points at home. This is a toughie for me. I can't put money on it. I like the Chargers as a team. They're on the road, though, giving up points. They lost Derwin James. 
I don't feel strongly enough about this game to put any kind of money on it. I'm interested to hear how you feel about the rookie quarterback in Burrow and if they can pull off some wins in Cincy in his year one. Yeah, if it would have been a eight-pack instead of a six-pack, this would have been my fourth choice. Mm, okay. And I'm taking the home team. I want the Bengals plus three. I don't think they were as bad as they looked last year. Like, they played, like, 11 one-score games and won, like, one of them. Like, they didn't know how to win, but they were in a lot of games. I think year two for the coach and the system can help in that regard. I'm a Burrow believer. You mentioned the James injuries. I kind of feel like there's bad mojo with the Chargers right now. And, um, again, I just think it's almost like that Raiders conversation. Like, who do you think you are, Chargers, that you think you can go across country and be a favorite in someone else's stadium when you're probably fighting to be a 500 team if you're lucky this year? So I'll take the points. West Coast team traveling a little bit to get to Cincinnati to play this one. Um, I can't take Cincinnati. I'm still taking the Chargers. I hate how many away teams I'm taking. And I just don't know what that factor is going to be this year. But yeah, uh, right. the Chargers have enough. They're going to they're going to be in Joe Burrow's face. He's a rookie quarterback starting his first NFL game. That just does not bode well. And usually three, doesn't. Yeah. So three and a half. Uh, that's not insurmountable. I'll take that for the Chargers. They still have a pretty cool. good secondary, by the way, even without Derwin James. I thought it was three, so now I'm real happy. Yeah, three and a half in this one. Yeah, so you, you get that extra halfer. Let's see. Tampa Bay. This is one of the marquee matchups on Sunday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the New Orleans Saints. For me, I think the Saints are happy to get Tampa early in the season. Probably. I, I just did a short little video on this game and basically saying, I think these two teams... I had a really hard time finding an advantage for either team. I think both are very good at the line scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I think they're both well coached. Which quarterback do you prefer? Going to New Orleans with no crowd noise isn't nearly as scary, much like Minnesota. And in the end, I picked the the Saints just because of the continuity factor, less change. But I'll take three and a half. So you're going to take uh, Tampa... And three and a half points on the road? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to go the other way. I'll just play devil's advocate here and say early season Saints are going to be ready to go a little bit more complete. Uh, It's a wait and see for me with Tampa. So three and a half. uh, It's not a big enough number to scare me off the Saints yet. But we'll see. We'll talk again about Tampa later in the season and reevaluate there. Last one here for us is the Arizona Cardinals traveling to the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are giving up a touchdown in this one. This is one of... Chris's six-pack picks taking the road team, the Arizona Cardinals. I can't go that far, Matt. Like, this is a 49ers team that is angry. They've been talking about a revenge tour all season long. The Arizona Cardinals could absolutely run into uh, a buzzsaw of a team that is mad, that just wants to take revenge out on the NFL this year. But they could also run into a team that is looking past the Cardinals in week one because they're trying to, to they're trying to skip past go and get to the Super Bowl, and you can't do that. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and I think they're clearly the better team, and I am not on the Cardinals bandwagon of worst to first, Kyler's going to be MVP, this is the dark horse. I like where they're going, but uh, that doesn't mean that they can stop the run down after down after down against Shanny and deal with Kittle all of a sudden. You know, like, they didn't get that much better in the offseason. Seven's a big number to me, though, you know, because I do think the Cardinals will score and I think they'll move the ball pretty consistently. I think, I mean, if if it was six, I think I'd take the Niners. 
But seven to me is just enough for me to say I'll take that hook. I'll take the points. It's just enough points. I'm with you. Um, I, mm-hmm. I would not put my own money on this game because it could go too many directions. But that th- it has the recipe of being a lower-scoring game, which means it'll be more difficult for the 49ers to win by that many points. I do think the 49ers right. are going to win this game. Seven is too many. So if you're going to put money on one side, I kind of agree with the Action Network guys. It'd, it'd probably be on the Cardinals side. Yeah, yeah. And not a knock on the Niners at all. I, I wish... Debo was healthy and they had a little more explosiveness to mm-hmm. their offense for this one, you know, to, to cover that number. And I do think Arizona has some explosiveness. They may hit a big player too. Right. And Ayuk back at practice, Debo not practicing yet. So are you going to run out there with a, a rookie wide receiver who's practiced in camp for a week and then hurt his hamstring as your number one wide receiver? Um, that yeah. doesn't bode well for the passing game, even though they have another, a number of other weapons, you know, a couple of tight ends and some running backs sure. they can throw the ball to. But yeah, probably lean heavily on the ground for the 49ers offense in week one. Yeah, and that might be all you need against right. that defense. I mean, that would that worked plenty against Arizona last year, but I'll take seven. We'll talk more about Monday Night Football on Monday. Preview Steelers at Giants and Titans at Broncos. Good stuff, Matt. Fun week here on the Peacock and Williamson NFL show, and I'm looking forward to keep track of our six-pack of picks all season long. We'll be back Monday breaking it all down right here. Peacock and Williamson.